1: plus
2: let's do it this is the sec insider hit and it's presented by blue cross blue shield of mississippi it's good to be blue
3: big week as blake scott's dallas cowboys make their move to the super bowl we'll see if uh steven and jerry screw it up and draft a running back in the first round with the 26th pick and Bijan Robinson. Um, they've already got $20 million uh, invested into their running back room. And one of those guys isn't a Dallas Cowboy. But we will see what happens. Dallas isn't known to move up. We'll see what shakes out for Dak and the Cowboys. Who do you think's grinded more? The other 30, 31 GMs or Stephen Jones? We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And we are presented by Independent Roofing Company, uh, the number one commercial industrial roofing company in Mississippi. Their work speaks for itself. Look at the projects they've completed. Roofing.ms. Roofing.ms. Mike D. Mike detillier WWL Radio TV New Orleans. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Mike, if you had to call it right now, what do the Houston, Texas do, Texans do with the number two pick in the draft on Thursday after Carolina takes Bryce Young?
2: I think they'd like to move out of that spot Um, if they could. They have not found anyone that's a dance partner for a trade. They keep it. I think they go Tyree Wilson, defensive end Texas Tech. All
3: right. How do you look at Tyree considering his measurables and he's got more length? Than Will and- I mean I think everybody believes Will can be a good good to really good NFL player, but maybe Tyree Wilson because his his measurables could be special or how do you see it, Mike D?
2: Tyree Wilson's an all potential player means he ain't done a damn thing. I mean he looks great <clears throat> coming off the team bus and he's flashed it at times. Uh, but if you watch Texas Tech, did you say, "Wow, man, Tyree Wilson is unbelievable"? Did anybody say that? <laughs> did anybody? Okay, the answer is no. Uh, but you picking him on potential—he he really does look the part. He um, he's actually come to a couple camps I've worked at, and uh, man, he's a good-looking athlete. And and that's how you build it. If you know you were to construct a defensive end, he looks that way. Uh, but um, he has not been a dominant player at the collegiate level. He's been a good player, but he has not dominated play like Will Anderson did. And But again, uh, this draft is uh, about uh, – Bill Walsh told me this years ago. You know, the draft's about an opinion – You got yours and I got mine, and it might be different. And I think that there are some people that really think that Wilson uh, can end up being special one day. Uh, He is coming off the foot injury, but he hasn't um, really been what you want to call a special player out on the field. When you break down the film with him, boy, you see it in spurts. That man, he he can overlock. He gets over the top of a uh, offensive tackle, and he's so quick to get to the uh, um, quarterback or the ball carrier, but he doesn't do it on a consistent basis. So you are picking him on some potential now, um, on the, based off of that. But he's got all the physical measurables that you're looking at for uh, as a defensive end, and uh, you do have to remember it's D'Amico Ryan's. Uh, that's the head coach there. The other thing you have to remember, that this pick would be C.J. Stroud if his management team was different. He has the same management team as Deshaun Watson. And there is bad blood between the Texans and Deshaun Watson's management team. Mm. And they will not pick C.J. Stroud because of it. That's politics. That's the other part of, of uh the draft. There are some bad blood, bad ties, and owners get involved. I hate to bring it to people, you know, that a that a coach or general manager may not have the final call in this. There are owners <laughs> okay, if you're a multi billionaire and that owner walks in the room and says, This is who I want, how many people are gonna tell him? <laughs> Listen, uh, I got my ethics, and I'm in charge, and I'm going to pick my guy. No. And none of them. But, you know, we hear it every day on Sports Talk. I tell my boss what to do. <laughs> and my comment to him is, you must be unemployed a lot. <laughs> you must be Amen. your own boss. Amen. You know, because I-, I guarantee you, and there are some things, because I've done this a long time. I've heard some unbelievable stories about how some owners are meddlesome. I've heard... You know stories too, where owners completely stay out of it. They they don't want to be involved. I hired you to do it. You do your job. But also there are more and more owners now who love the limelight. Yeah, they do. Who love that the ability that I made that pick. Do you really think Joe Douglas and Robert Sala pushed for Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets? If you believe that. I've got mountain front skiing property behind my home here on the bayou. That was all done by Woody Johnson, who's, I guess, Woody's 76 or 77 years old today, uh, the owner of the Jets. He's like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing all this. I've had this team since around 2000, I guess. Man, it's been over 20 years. Every year some hotshot young quarterback comes in. Y'all trying to sell me on this? Go out and get me the guy that's done it go out and get our time's
3: running out. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I don't want to hear this. How, how much older do I have to get? I want to win it now. I uh, I don't want to hear about that young quarterback. <clears throat> Those things happen in this world, just like it happens in our world. And in the, in the real world where bosses do get involved, um, you can believe what you want to believe about how coach in this. And we've had a, we had a coach here. He didn't want to hear nothing. You know about from scouting department, Mike Ditka. Nothing. Oh, Mike was like that. Mike come in with a handful of names, and that's who he was going to pick. Unreal. All right, let me ask you this, Mike. It didn't matter to him.
3: Mike what the scouting
2: department said,
3: covering uh, the NFL draft for almost forty years. He told an unbelievable, some unbelievable stories on Ditka and Reggie Bush and several others the last few weeks. With the shared some some wonderful content. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. So, if that's the case with C.J. Stroud, how many of these guys do you think are going to drop? C.J., Levis, and Richardson? None? Two of the three? H- how do you see this playing out?
2: Uh, Levis is going to go to Indianapolis. There's that's long been the rumor that he's their guy. Uh, no matter who's on the board. Uh, okay. Bryce's... The, the, he's an outlier player, and he's also the outlier quarterback. I think everybody wanted Bryce uh, in that top four or five that we're looking at quarterbacks. Everybody wanted Bryce. Uh, they weren't going to tell you, but that was the deal. And uh, so I think Levitts will go to Indianapolis, and I think some team will try to trade up to get C.J., um, to be honest with you. Um, the guy who may take a little tumble, I think, would be Anthony Richardson. He, he From... And I think he may go where I think we all kind of thought he would maybe go. Uh, he, he he could drop to the Raiders. He could drop a little farther than that. But hit, I, I give his agency a lot of credit, man. They they really they they spun this <laughs> real good, man. I give him I give him an A plus uh, for PR. They they did fantastic um, for a quarterback who really struggled throwing the football last year with consistency. Um, And I could say the same thing about Will. Uh, You know, uh, Will, to me, was the most impressive quarterback at Manning camp throwing the football. But he struggled last year in numerous games. And yet, you know, I don't think he gets past Indianapolis with that selection. But I think that it it wouldn't even be a debate if if CJ had another management team sort of running him. But I think the McNair family is like, well, enough, enough. We've, we've had, we've went through this before. Nothing against CJ, but we don't want to deal with the same management team that we dealt with with the Watson.
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
1: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.
2: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Group void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: So they trade out? or,
3: or uh, So does CJ not fall because the Texans trade out? Or does CJ technically fall because his agent, Mulogetta or whatever you say, is the same agent as Deshaun? How does that work, Mike?
2: Yeah, I think he's going to drop a little bit, but I don't see him in a major free fall here. Okay. Quarterbacks are a premium in the NFL. A premium. And so, no matter what, uh, you're going to see those four quarterbacks get selected in the top, you know, twelve, thirteen selections. And then it'll be the intrigue of what happens with Hendon Hooker. Give me your over-under, Mike, on him. I think he goes before 23, Hendon Hooker. I-, I could see a team like Minnesota pick him. Um. I would not rule out the Titans because I think that they're in the quarterback market. Uh, I don't think there's any question. They, they've let you know. We've give up on Malik Willis and Tannehill. We'd like to deal him if we can get a partner. I think they would love to get a young quarterback if it's Anthony Richardson or Hooker. Um, Minnesota would seem to be a likely landing spot uh, for Hooker. And the other, and I'll throw this out, it's a wild card, but I I would not rule this out. The L.A. Rams. I think they understand with the shoulder arm issues with Matt Stafford. They, they're they going to have to get a young quarterback in quickly. And it would not surprise me to see um, McVay try to make a maneuver uh, to get Hendon Hooker uh, in round one, try to trade himself up into that area to get him.
3: So if you had to bet a hundred bucks, you feel like hookers off the board by 23.
2: I think he's off the board, by 23. Yes. If I had to bet, you know, my money, I would be that.
3: Mike, how, wh- why is, why are the Washington commanders good with their QB room?
2: I have no idea. Um, I uh, had Jason lock and for all last night, him and I debated that. And he was like, I think they're pretty good with Sam. Howell. I was like, what? Pretty good. You gotta be kidding me. You know, <laughs> um. If I'm the Commanders, uh, I wouldn't even hesitate if Hooker was there. I'd pick him. And I may have to go with Howell for a little while, but I, I know i gotta I got to bring in a young quarterback. I have a new owner, and I think nothing excites a fan base more than a talented young passer. <clears throat> but Jason feels, and, and he's closer to the Washington situation than I am, he feels pretty strong that the Commanders won't. <laughs> and my thing is, Jason, give me a reason why. <laughs> and He kind of danced around it a little bit, but I, but I get it. And, and, and I'm sure he's hearing this from people in the Commanders uh, organization. And there, there's another spot there where, you know, Danny Snyder got involved in a lot of this draft day. They probably picked more Southern SEC players than any other team I can remember over the last five or six years. Just look at their drafts, especially in the first couple rounds. Look at all the SEC and Southern players they selected. They've done it more than any other team in the NFL. If you go back and look at it, Dan Snyder had a big say in that. Mm. He loved SEC football. <laughs> I'll give him that. Well, he was—he's right on that, but not right on too many other things. I—I <laughs> uh, I don't know they do this now with an impending sale uh, and the Josh Harris group uh, coming in and how, you know, will they have any influence on it? But I know Snyder did. I've I've talked to people who've worked, who are either working for or have worked for the commanders, and and he very much had a strong arm in in picking some players and was loud about it that Mm. he wanted certain guys.
3: Okay. So here let me read you a quote from I want to get your thoughts on these, these quarterbacks. Um Mike Detilier, NFL insider, NFL draft, WWL Radio TV New Orleans. He joins us on the out of bounds show brought brought to you by Sound and Communications, SoundCom dot com. This is from Daniel Jeremiah. I want to get your thoughts. Uh his quote, I can't remember a year where we're having to make more excuses for guys than we are this year, and that scares the crap out of me. He was talking about the quarterback room this year in the draft. Mike D.
2: Um, I would say some of that is true, but we do that every year, don't we? True. Don't we do it every year? I think we live in the present, and sometimes we forget about things that happened in the past. not saying Daniel's not right, but we, we do that every year. And especially at the quarterback position we we overlook some things or maybe oversee some things that we should take a longer look at and um so i'm going to say some of that's true but uh, but we do it every year it's okay. not just in 2023 that that that's really stretching the rubber band
3: who is the most i ask this because i know the cowboys will screw it up but I still would love for them to pick. Um, and I mean, Mike McCarthy's talking about a Y tight end. And that reminds me of Mike Ditka. I want somebody who can maybe block a little, but make, make plays down the field. Who's the best playmaker at tight end for Mike D'Atelier in this draft?
2: If my medical team tells me his back is okay, it's Dalton Kincaid from Utah, but I don't think he gets to the Cowboys. I think Kincaid's off the board. um, Michael Mayer makes a lot of sense for them. Uh, he is a big-bodied tight end, catches the ball well. Uh, I don't want him running anchor on my 4-by-400-meter four relay team. Okay, that's not what he does. He is a really good blocker. When you watch Notre Dame, was there any other player offensively that scared you? No. Okay, so I know i got to stop him. Look what he was doing every week. He was getting open, making catches. No, That that impresses me because, man, when you the focus of somebody's defense and you can still make plays, that's impressive. Uh, the guy that I think you'll have more divide on, only because he didn't play much, was the guy before the season started I had as my number three tight end, Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. Uh, He he plays the first two games, hurts his knee, out for the season, goes to the senior bowl, has a hamstring injury. He pulls up there. Genetically, his dad was a quarterback at Oregon. His uncle, Bill Musgrave, former NFL quarterback and has been an NFL coach, terrific overall athlete, track sprinter in high school, played baseball, basketball, was a really good uh, football player. And I thought he was outstanding in 2021, but he's had some injuries. And now people are running it through which Musgrave are we going to get at this point. So I think for the Cowboys, it may come down to a higher rated graded player in Musgrave, but a more complete player with Michael Mayer.
0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com.
1: Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: The caveat with that would be, would they consider picking Jameer Gibbs at that spot? Because you know, it would something's going to happen there. I think they want a playmaker at either tight end or running back. And so does it come down to Michael Mayer from Notre Dame or Jameer Gibbs? Mm. You can say, well, Pollard's going to be ready. Pollard got hurt late. When is he going to be ready? No, I'm with you. Uh, so you've got to consider that. And Jameer <clears throat> is an interesting player in a lot of ways in that not only is he a really good edge rusher, he catches the ball so well coming out the backfield. And uh, he does it clean. In a lot of ways, he reminds me of Camaro. When you look at him, their similarities are a lot from a standpoint of on the field, being able to catch the football, speed runner. And even when he takes a hard hit, it's really, he sort of gives you just a bit and a piece of his body. It's not the whole uh, body you're hitting there. He does a nice uh, job of getting himself small. But uh, they stick to their board. Um, I've had people that have worked with the Cowboys tell me that they are not much for meddling. Uh, that Jerry has has tried a few times, but that Steven has stuck to his guns. And they basically stuck to the board. And we remember um, a few years back, Jerry was sort of in love with Johnny Manziel. <laughs> And it was Steven who said, nope, we're not, we're not moving off of that board. We're picking the lineman. And they picked an offensive lineman instead uh, who they had had rated higher. It's uh, Steven really believes in that. and He always has. And I give the Cowboys credit. They've picked pretty well early in, in those early rounds of the draft. They've done a really good job. I, I do give them credit. They've stuck to the board, and they've done a pretty good job uh, in the early rounds of the draft. And so it's it's not the Jerry show, as some people would have you believe. This is really being run by Stevie Jones, the draft. And Stevie has always pushed hard. We're paying hundreds of thousands of dollars for scouting information to have our scouts scout these players, and we're going to jump off of it at the end. It's not working. That's not how we do business somewhere else, and we're not doing business like that here in Dallas.
3: Okay, uh, do I have time? Well, I got two minutes, three minutes. Real quick, Mike, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network, Todd McShay, ESPN, were both asked on a a podcast they were on together about the bus rate for Anthony Richardson. And they put it at uh, 60% bus rate, 40% that they felt like he could become a solid starter in the NFL. What would Mike D
2: I would, it is. I would agree with that number. Okay. All right. He, he is, sh- he's not shown me that he can throw the football consistently downfield with accuracy. And he's a bit of a tippy toe, uh, uh, type thrower too. A lot of times he's up on, up on his toes when he throws it. He's got to learn how to set his feet Throw when he does that. He does pretty good, you know, but man, that's a habit. That's hard to beat. That That's really hard to knock once you started it. But he has got arm talent and athletic talent that's unreal. So everybody becomes Dr. Phil. Yeah. I'm the one that can change it. Right, <laughs> I'm the one that can do it. Okay, Dan Mullen had some difficulties with it. Uh, okay, we had a new coach last year who had difficulties with it. And so what you're going to see is Flash. From time to time, he'll look fantastic. And in other times, um, not so good. So, But again... There are a lot of Dr. Fields in this NFL world.
3: And they put Will Levis at 50%.
2: I believe that too. I've seen some stuff with with Will that would make me believe that. The the two guys I am more impressed with, passing, accuracy skills, mechanics, leadership, Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker.
3: Can't wait to see where Hendon Hooker lands. I, I just yeah, and, I can't and you may wait have to
2: wait. And you may have to wait a little bit for him to take over because I think once Bryce hits Carolina, <laughs> um, Andy Dalton's watching. Okay. Mm. Uh, Bryce is Bryce is the five-star general. He's going to take over all personnel. Sure. Uh, but man, um, with Hendon, because of the knee injury, you may have to wait a little bit for him to take over. But uh, I, I, to me, those two guys, when you break down accuracy, skills, touch, mechanics, they have it at the highest level. Mike D.
3: in the house. Mike, it's going to be a fun week. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it, Bo. Mike Dettelier, straight out of New Orleans, South Louisiana, on the Out of Bounds Show, at Mike Dettelier on Twitter. Uh, the show is brought to you by our friends at uh, Sound and Communications. SoundComAV.com. Top quality audio visual company in Mississippi. Leading edge audio visual for churches, businesses, and sports facilities. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. And when we're talking talent, it's all about kinetic staffing. Build your talent bench. Executive search and long term staffing leader is powered by Kinetic. Kinetic staffing. David Hellman on the Cowboys at 9.30.